0: Sorry, is this official business? Yeah, apparently there'll never be a shortage of work while Ned's around. Right, uniforms in the wash? Oh, uh, promotion. I made detective again. Meet the
1: Kennedys at Lassiter's, Hall at the Waterhole. A cup of tea at Harold Sonia's, Nursery for a stroll. It's time to Neighbours, CJ, Kate Bay Let's get the Neighbours.
0: Hello, this is Neighbours. We are the Neighbours Recap Podcast. We go over episodes of Neighbours that we've just watched and we break them down. And I'm Vaya. I'm a uh, freelancer in showbiz, currently more free than Lance. CJ is here, aka Catherine Jones, or CJ the Hot Mess Mum. Hello, Kate, who's remued on Twitter and tweets about Neighbours.
2: So can we just, you know, like explain here, Lance as in like Amy and Lance or like Lance as in an assist, Lance like a boil? Look, it's just
0: fill in the gaps however you choose. <laughs> I'm feeling a bit Lance Bibby, well not Andrew Bibby, what's his real name, Lance Wilkinson?
2: <laughs> Isn't it,
0: he, he's the one that's an ambo really? No. Oh, he,
2: well, he looks like he could be. Possibly. He, does. he,
0: he does. wore a belt well, that guy, didn't he? He was like, I've got a belt on.
2: He <laughs> was lanky. Yeah.
0: Yeah. La- lanky. lanky. Lanky Lance. Lance. Yeah. I am so thrilled with the episodes we've had in front of us this week. What a smorgasbord. And just when I thought, I'll quickly, I better pop on Fridays and get to the podcast recording, I had to sit and really absorb Fridays because there was just, there was a fruit salad to enjoy. CJ hasn't seen it and she is going to regret it. I've
2: seen up to there. Oh. Well, you, haven't seen, you haven't seen the best part.
0: Yeah. We might have to make you watch. I can watch that by myself. Yeah, you might need to As watch. it might be intended. Is that the deal? Yeah. Yeah. I was watching him in the car and... I'm, I'm sorry. He wears a belt very well. He does wear a belt very well.
2: He's looking more attractive as he's aged, I reckon. And he's, he's a real Amber, right? Also, I think not know He's got a little bit Sam Clark in his age. And first responders
0: always look more attractive. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. they're the first ones on the scene. If
2: you're in trouble,
0: yeah. Lance is coming. Yeah. Yeah. So you... That's all right. And you have to look, stare deeply into their eyes as they administer pain Could you pain. you imagine if you were in an accident and Lance from Neighbours <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, the headline. The headline from this article, Andrew Bibby, from Lance in Neighbours to Ambo Lance. Oh. Yeah, I'm paying that. That's yeah. great. That's
0: um, great. Yeah, if I'm on a stretcher in an Ambo and Lance appears, I'm like, you, yeah, i just like some pain medication. And can you please do my podcast? Yeah. <laughs> Kate will be there can being I, like, did you know that we're on a neighbours podcast? I'll be like, actually, my pain
2: levels are 10. Can I please have whatever you've got? <laughs> he's actually telling a story in this article about, because he's a um, paramedic, how he arrived at a woman's home to find her on all fours, facing away from him, <gasps> screaming, it's coming, it's coming. We delivered the baby. It had been about 20 minutes later and she still had her back to us. Oh, well, I hope so that, that doesn't we, happen. We handed her the baby. She looked at him and said, wow then she looked up at us and it was the first time she'd seen our faces she looked at me and said oh my god it's you lance it was quite a shock for her <laughs> did they call the baby lance i hope they did yeah he's a 34 year old father of 3 there you go anyway me- that's
0: our d- our spontaneous deep dive into andrew bibby
2: well that that's it then you can find us on <laughs> <laughs> don't forget to rate and review us just we're, we're
0: going real niche <laughs> neighbours council business
1: the business again
0: by the way, we're up na- up late. Neighbours up late. I love us so much when we're up late. Oh, it's tough because we found that Friday nights is just suitable to all of our schedules.
2: Mm. Except G- it gives us the weekend free. Yes. I mean, gives CJ and I the weekend yeah. free. Yeah, and then me, <laughs> makes, make edits for edits, me the time
0: week. to edit. But far out, it's loose as <laughs> yeah. It makes the editing longer. <laughs> Business time. Partner studios is going on the road. I'm going up north. Who are you going to see? Kylie? Uh, everyone. Whoever wants to see me. What's her face? The blonde one? Scott and Charlene. Madison. Madison. Um, I'll probably see Drive Down at Burley Heads. Nice, no, you 100% nice.
2: will. Just find some teenage girls and find the toolie hanging out with them.
0: <laughs> Once a Willis. Always a Willis. And I'm going to see a friend of the pod. I'm going to her place of work and we are going to do the podcast together up there. So it's going to be a grand it's old pretty time. pretty exciting. Yeah. And um, I've just been really enjoying this week. Hard news week, in particular, in Australia. But every time I open Facebook, the Neighbours Council cracks me up. Twitter hashtag cracks me up. So just props to everyone who's communicating
2: in there. Did you like my photo of the, the Repco store on Sydney Road? Yeah, with some questionable mechanic tinkering. <laughs> Looks like he should be on Neighbours, that guy. <laughs> I couldn't decide whether he was a Rebecca or whether he was from the um, Canning clan. But yeah, he looked like a guy stealing the rims off some cars. So, it could be it could be either or. Yeah.
0: I really enjoyed Charlotte made a post about how upset she was that Hendrix has a bit of case of the um neighbors amnesia. Mm. And says you did the exact same thing that you're angry at Harlow about, which is running someone over, yeah. which is not a small thing, obviously. Yeah. But I had completely forgotten
2: that. When when she was like you ran over Harlow, I'm like, "Huh? When did Hendrix do that?" And then Charlotte said, Kate will remember. She's immune from this terrible affliction. Uh, No, I'd completely forgotten about it too. So (laughs) another um, unmissable drama moment in Erisborough then.
0: It really was. Actually, I wonder, you remember last week when Liz said um, the storylines of Lou choking on a peanut? Hendrix running into Harlow at the thing was much like that really because the episode ended with crash bang. Yeah, and Harlow was fine. She had just a few scratches on her. Yeah.
2: It was just a Hit peanut. Hendrix
0: didn't have any legal repercussions for mowing someone well, down.
2: Some, somebody just had to go and spend another eighty bucks down at Bunnings and to replace the um yeah, the marquee. Yes. Probably his billionaire dad, so it meant nothing.
0: nothing. Thanks to Chris who just joined the council. Chris listens to the pod usually on a coach or a long journey. Hmm. So have only been subscribed since Christmas. Well, Thank you. Welcome. Welcome. I hope you're enjoying your nay binge. Okay, we get better get a deep dive in here because Wow. So
2: many familiar faces are back on the street mm. this week.
0: Really helped colour the world, like populated the world nicely.
2: I love I love our returning character. Yeah, and just coming in
0: organically. So we start the week off and we'll get to Tuesday the 18th of Feb. The reason that our mate Detective Mechanic comes back is because Ned cocks up the undercover operation to bust the um, 3D printing gang.
2: Oh my God. Is, <laughs> yeah. this, is this the end of it? I think it might be. Possibly.
0: So not only did we get Detective Mechanic back, but also we had the gift of this gang being over. Yeah. And, like, it's been months. But not just him being back, CJ. There's a few changes that he's come back with. He now has a beard. Now, my husband's had a beard for, like, a year because he's a Melbourne man and that's apparently – part of the deal now.
2: What, he's lazy? Is that, is that the word? I
0: don't know. Lady, lazy in Scottish. He's
2: zero, Hi, Hi Hamish. He's zero waste.
0: <laughs> he's not going through razors. Well, I mean, he, he trimmed it today and I came home and there was hair everywhere. But <laughs> I'm very against it. But on Detective Mechanic, that is a lovely beard. He really is wearing it well. And what else is he wearing? He was wearing his police vest. No. no his his Sibbys, mate. Oh, sorry. he's wearing a suit. But in the no, he never had the vest on, did he? I just, I now see the vest as part of his physique. See my vest. See my <laughs> vest. So Ned's interrupted this operation that Yashfi was going undercover on. Amazing. She's only done a, her orientation at police academy and they're already sending her in undercover. After
2: turning up on your first day and saying, oh, hey, and then they're like, all right, well, you've got to fill in this paperwork. All right, we're going to do some fitness tests. And you're like, you put your hand up and say, hey, um, my boyfriend's involved in some sort of. <laughs> Fight club slash gun running ring. Um, Racket. Racket. Should I chat to someone about this or, or should I just get on with this form? And yeah, they're like, all right, so Lee, you're going undercover, bitch. Yeah, like, this is
0: exactly the lead we needed. You're a plucky young thing. Away, let's go. And did you see that she was part of the sting? Like, she walked in. That is the most ridiculous thing Amazing. I've ever heard of. Olivia Bence would have none of that.
2: She would not let some un- a kid be in undercover. No. Benson would go in herself. Also, can she I would. Point out that Yashvi didn't appear to have a bulletproof vest on. No, she had a hoodie. <laughs> like, she Hang doesn't... on, why, is, why? she's a bloody idiot. She should actually just be kicked off the force for walking out in like an active gun situation yeah. with no protection on. She could have been killed.
0: Maybe she had something on under the hoodie that we don't know about. I don't think so. But anyway, I love her enthusiasm. Ten points for that. But So Ned, he is really in trouble and he's got to talk to some officers about this. And he goes into the Willis house, and who's waiting for him? Detmech. and he spent the entire week just throwing shade onto Ned Willis. And normally, in these in this ma- matchup, I'm obviously Team Ned. But this week, I was applauding Mark every time mm. he shat on Ned. It was, I was delightful. I was going
2: to ask Fay, is this kind of dulling the attraction for Ned? Yeah, because he feels like he's less Ned and more Willis now. Definitely,
0: and because he never apologized for screwing up her work situation. Mm. Mm. So firstly, he was annoyed with Yashvi for not looping him in on confidential police business. Yeah.
2: This is how it's going to work for the future, mate. Mm-hmm. Get used to it right now. And that's what Detmec pulled Yashvi aside and said. Like,
0: I've been there, mate. I've yeah. kept. I've dated some bloody Fruit Loops. I've had some crossovers with work and home life and it does not bode well. It doesn't end well. Wait, wait till you, you
2: see someone cooking shoes on your barbecue. <laughs> wait till you're planning your wedding day, love. <laughs> it's not going to go well. Poor Mark and his wedding days. Oh, no. no. He arrested his bride on his wedding Do I not know. start me on this again. But the
0: other one slept with his sister. He could have let Trevor and Macca, his two ICs, go in and do that arrest. He could have married her first. And then he wouldn't have had to comment on anything. Exactly. Oh, yeah. So he says, I've made detective again in oh. South Australia. They must be desperate. <laughs> He did also say that it made me particularly hot that I posted on the council. This is a tri-state operation. Yes, is I'm it? not sure why he had to include another state, but yeah, he couldn't say is, dual which is state. the other state? Yeah, I
2: don't know. Let's assume New South Wales. Well, yeah, maybe is... it sounds better than saying this is a bi-state. <laughs> <laughs> maybe yeah. this just kind of spells it out a bit better. He said it's a bi-state, and a few men went, "It is. Yeah. It is definitely." Look, I i can't pretend to be an expert on the police, but doesn't this sound like a job for the Australian Federal Police? I think the minute it becomes the tri-state operation. Yes, that's when the men get involved. that yeah. would have
0: been a really great promotion for Det Mac Ooh. if he's like, I'm with the feds. And
2: he could actually feasibly move around being in the feds. Yeah. I don't think we're going to see him again after this, though. Oh well, I, I don't know. I think he's keen to, you know, Scott McGregor, surely be happy to be back he's in got the a new He's got a new mouth to feed. He does, he does. Yeah. He says,
0: what have you done to Ned? <laughs> Just the disdain that he regarded that
2: man with. I really enjoy it. So, yeah, Ned. This is the guy he left a bloody farewell message for. Remember that? Mm. Remember, like, the Detmex Pauline Hansen esque video <laughs> messages? <laughs> you know, if you are watching this, I've gone to South <laughs> Australia.
0: <laughs> Ned has really lost points with me because all he had to do was say, Sweetie, I stuffed it. I really flew off the handle. I didn't respect your boundaries. And I interfered with your your new career, and I'm so sorry. None of that, no contrition. He just spent all week moping around in the doldrums. And now the Rebecca's are chewing out Yashvi and Ned because Toddy finds out that Ned took lead ahead, and then they broke into Toddy's office and really close to where his children live. That I mean, this sounds a little bit like fraud, Ned. Yeah, that's not okay. Also, I was thinking about this in the shower. Ned thinking about Ned in the shower. Yeah. Ned yeah, yeah, yeah. has okay. a okay. sister called Imogen Willis who is a legal legal. She's a high-flying lawyer in California. Just get her to, just email get type her name into a letterhead. You oh, a risky sister, mate. But who, these thugs aren't going to fly to California to ransack an office.
2: Well, they've probably got like whatever the like you know the the cartel gangs over there. But just ring Im- Imogen and say, "Look, I've got myself into some trouble." <laughs> He's Imogen, an, could you please come and fix it? She came last time somebody need fixing. Yeah. You know what I do? I just forged Tim Collins's letterhead. Yeah, yeah. Who cares? Just go into Canva, make a template <laughs> lawyer, <laughs> type in
0: YouTube banner.
2: Carl Kennedy, <laughs> attorney at law.
0: Oh, Everything about what he did was a mess.
2: More Willis than Ned. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. He's definitely, I mean, it's just going to be so long until he gets a surfboard and starts paddling around that pond. I did enjoy the Brenackers though, their reaction. They were super impressed with Yashvi because everyone else was like, oh, God, Ned's an idiot. And Aaron and David were like, oh, wow, Yashvi put off this whole sting and she's 18 and she's just joined the poly. Well done. I'm like, great. We need some encouragement. I think they're just gearing up to be really good parents. Mm. Yeah. I'm loving it. Now, how's this reunion? We get the Brennan family reunion. Piper, bit of an update. Mm. She's monetized her vlog. Yep. And she gets to work from home. Pipe up, Aaron says he's getting better and better, which is the most vague
2: description
0: <laughs> of a piece of content I've ever heard.
2: So, what do you think's in it now? It's like my life as a carer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but you'd watch it, would you? Well, I. Sounds depressing. Would. I've got, I would.
0: I've got some friends that live in Adelaide, and they run um, a website and magazine called Adelaide, and it's also a TV show over there. It started out as just a little blog, and they would go around Adelaide. To look at fun stuff to do. As ladies? They're two girls swanning around Adelaide having a great time and they're, they're vivacious. Maybe Piper's doing something like that, going mm. like Melbourne girl in Adelaide or whatever she's from, WA. Just a, just a girl on her latte trying to find her way.
2: <laughs> yeah, so maybe it's still Pipe Up. Hitting up Rundle Mall.
0: Pipe Up in the city
2: of churches. <laughs> He's the mall's balls.
0: <laughs> maybe the mall's balls of, maybe Rundle Mall's sponsored her. Someone is. Maybe that, how else is she monetized? I mean, she could be running those YouTube ads. I guess they've gone. Money's gone down from they, them. They're not working. She's definitely not directed at children because that wouldn't be working. No, out.
2: I don't know. Maybe she's gone a bit PewDiePie. I don't know. Shock like,
0: value? Maybe clickbait. Maybe yeah, she's no, going to be no, on Maths next year. Oh, yes, Married at first sight. You have to please. spell out that title for UK viewers. It's don't Married they, at first sight. I
2: think don't they have their own Maths in the UK? I, I
0: think the Australians are the only ones that yeah. have just gone with calling it Maths. Okay. Piper's doing well, Tyler is there, South Australia's kicking along. I enjoyed everyone's piling on Ned. Paul's giving him the side eye and said, But
1: you still managed to bungle it up royally. I thought you said you were on top of this.
0: Well, you bungled it up. (laughs) And the thing is, is that Paul was there. Like, Paul knew about all of this. Paul wouldn't
2: cock it up like that. No,
0: no, he wouldn't. wouldn't.
2: But you know what? If I was Therese, I'd go, you know what? Paul considers Ned to be part of the family, even though he's not even... Really part of my family. And we should
0: actually step through. What was Ned's actual plan here? Go to the pick-up point or the drop-off point of the guns.
2: So Yashvi, I think, had arranged to pick up guns and take them. I guess they are in the boxes. Mm. This is basically the Page Bride storyline, isn't it, where yeah. she had to move boxes. Yeah. Oh, my God.
0: I mean, why don't the criminals in Ramsey Street just get moving vans
2: <laughs> and and get... You know, just nameless people who don't know what they're doing to move things. Yeah, just get some like kind of Uber delivery type thing.
0: I also just think this is a really sweet reflection because I'm thinking about the story room a lot from last week's episode. I'm just Mm. thinking of the really innocent batch of writers we have that just haven't observed a life of crime. And they're like, I guess people transport Mm. bad goods in boxes. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you're wholesome. Yeah. I wouldn't know what crime is. Yeah, I don't know how people take guns and I know things about crime.
2: Kate knows everything because she listens what? to all the podcasts. I was just thinking, just go and store them in an anonymous container somewhere. Yeah, well, there we go. There we go. <laughs> See, out of the crimey loading dock. To rage
0: gold star at this point, Ned again reiterates, oh, if she'd filled me in, I wouldn't have gone and tried to take things into my own hands. And to rage, rages out and says, you do not blame her for your choices. If she just told me she was undercover, none of this would have happened. <laughs> Are you telling me you're blaming her for your bad decisions? She was doing her job, Ned. Thank you to Rage for being the voice of reason.
2: I actually think it's just an affliction of men who have lived in that house. Well, first of all, we had NCZ lived there, didn't he? Yeah, Daniel. Then we had Drab. Old mate Pastori Josh. Just a whole big litany of useless men. People that make bad choices and
0: blame mm, them on other people. yeah. And there's a massive pile-on in the pub. We've got Puffy, you got Toad. And you've got Detmec all just laying it on to Ned. But a little moment when um, Mark and Nellie Fish are having some moments and, and I just felt like they were just screaming out, they are, here we are. Why? Because you love it when he plays with little Nellie. I do. But yeah. it's, it was hard.
2: She had her own line that she nailed as well. <laughs> Nailed is very generous, but she got through it. She's a kid. Like I, I'm impressed yeah. that some kid can sit through a whole scene and finally when it comes to her turn, she can like, nail the line. I'm
0: just a little bit worried because Hugo's still in a lot of the limelight with his improvisational gear. At one point he piped in with Dada. It was almost like Hugo was piling on Ned as well Like because Toadie was like, you put my family in danger and then Hugo goes, Dada.
2: I love it. I love it how they work around him.
0: It's wonderful. So Puffy is pissed off with Ned, just like everyone. Everyone, but I think Puffy's the most pissed off with Ned because he's like, I gave you. A, well, I've been tolerant of you dating my daughter, barely, mm. barely. But also, he has given him some leeway, and he's an older man dating his fairly young daughter, yeah. a young lady, yeah. but like a she's an adult, but just he is like, I don't give a shit if my daughter wants to waste her time with you. Fine. But I'm, I'm not, I'm not having anything to mm. do with you. And Marx looks at him like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. And I was with all of them. Mm. Like, mm. Why has he not learnt? Is he going to learn now? Like, do you think? Like, is this going to be the moment where Ned grabs it and just says, "I'm going to be a shining citizen"?
2: He's a willis. I don't yeah. think it's, it's genetically possible for him to become an achiever at this point. There. Yeah. I've,
0: I've lost a lot of hope.
2: I just wanted him to say sorry. That's what I wanted.
0: Yeah. Well, he's promised Jasper he won't do this again. He might do something else again, but he won't get involved with a 3D printing fight club <laughs> again. <laughs> so okay. that's, yep. that's that. Mm. Just get a hobby. Does he have a – no, he just works at the hotel. Yeah.
2: And even then. Can't we bring back the dingoes? Oh, wonderful idea, Kate. Well, the dingoes is the local AFL club, which is at the West Bar- Waratah Dingoes. I think it was, yeah. Yeah. And, and they had a gym. Yes. Oh, yeah. I've still got a picture on my phone of the men gawking at Detmec. Which a half naked which you, I will upload to the, the council this week. Where is it? Eastside Dingoes. Yeah, that, that sounds very... that sounds more familiar. Yeah. yeah, so it's the local AFL team, which seems to be happy to take. It's like multi generational yeah. team. Yeah, look, there's a lot of clubs
0: that will just take anyone. They're like because they just have first, seconds, thirds, and like there's some people playing like fifths and sixths, right? <laughs> and you can be anyone really. Yeah, and just you know, and it's fit and active, and yeah, we could have as in the team as well. <gasps> Yeah, I mean he could, he'll probably hurt himself, which will be a problem. <laughs> but um, they could all and they could go down to the gym. Maybe the shed could be part of the right. the whole thing. Perfect. See, so yeah. there's many opportunities. Yeah. Or just get really into this artwork business, but I'm I mean I'm not interested. It's in hard that. to it's hard to just watch someone draw. You need something with action. That's true. Take your shirt off and do some running. But,
2: well, why didn't they turn like the um, bric-a-brac into his tattooing studio? Beautiful. And then he could have had like you know. Just giving everyone a tat, and, and he, then he gets to sit down that, and they have a good convo while he's like tattooing their ass, and
0: that's how he meets Zenon. Instead of yeah, just yeah. him lurking in the bushes, it's it's like, Fight Club.
2: Yeah, that's how you meet all
0: the gangland yeah. members. Yeah, actually, being in the tattoos, it's it's not going to end and well then for him. Bunny Rabbit comes in for a tramp stamp. Anyway, we're lingering so much on this is because I don't want to talk about the corporate life, but we'll touch on it. Chloe, well, Chloe was given a, is it a Hail Mary? When you set someone free, no. Mm. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. It is.
0: <sighs> Finally.
2: We should be angry that she's got fired, but really I'm just happy for the I'm character. So relieved.
0: But how did she get fired though with a double dose of nepotism and bullying?
2: Look, it, the, the whole story is problematic in that they basically blackmailed Paul into her having, to that, having the role. Mm. Yeah, that was a fait accompli as part of um, Pierce investing in Lassiter's. Yeah, that's right. That Chloe was going to be the boss, mm. even though she was not qualified mm. in any way to do it. That said, you can't condone Paul's bullying of her. But also, hopefully, this leads to a deblandoning of our favorite Chloe. Brennan. Yes, I agree. There's one thing
0: I didn't love when she was like, "He flooded my inbox so that I didn't read things." I, I I'm sorry, Chloe. That's so like, like bullshit. Yeah, yeah. I've yeah. had my inbox flooded, and you know what? You still got to read them all, particularly yeah. if you're the general manager. Like it was a shitbaggy move. Yeah, but you've still got to go through them and.
2: Maybe you should have hired a qualified PA and not Ned frickin' Willis. Because the first thing
0: when Terage comes back, and I'll talk about that in a second, first thing she does is she tries to hire an EA. <laughs> it's like first she's, order of business. She's like, I don't want really to be doing all this stuff. Yeah. I'm not browsing my emails. At the radio station I used to work at, the, if you tried to email the general manager, her EA would intercept the email and answer for her because mm. people got shit to do. Chloe has spent two full weeks of business days Trying to contact Denmark to get Princess Mary's wedding dress for this wedding expo.
2: Can I hold up for a second? Princess Mary's wedding dress is beautiful and actually stands the test of time. I just like to say that. I was looking at some uh, wedding dresses from the nineties and 00s this week, and it is one of the more classic dresses. You
0: would traipse over to Erinsborough, Nana Wadding, to get a little look at Princess Mary's dress. I'm trading.
2: I'm going over there to see their local dresses, wedding dresses, which is what. Kate, you had you predicted that before it happened. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's a, it's a tough Kate, Kate Stradamus because it was probably only, what, 24 yeah. hours in yeah. advance. <laughs> but, yeah, why doesn't Peach put on an exhibition showing all their bridal dresses from the last 35 years that they can actually dig up? Mm, that's a would you go idea. and see it? I'd yeah. go and see it.
0: And Bras was only off ASOS, she told us. Christy Willem brown told us. They could order that one again if they needed to. That one would come
2: complete with Ned's blood. <laughs> That see that wouldn't need to go on a special plinth. That one you could just whack that on a mannequin along with, like, say, Mrs. Mangles' uh, wedding suit to or John just Worthington.
0: Piff it over a hedge.
2: <laughs> but yeah, go down to Ripon Lee. Go and see a bunch of dresses. Beautiful. um, Have some Devonshire tea and what a great scones.
0: It was very amateur of Chloe to only have one plan to hinge an entire comeback you know, on one dress.
2: I think that's the thing. Is.
0: I know that I'm always
2: apologising for Paul.
0: Yeah. You're actually, an apologist.
2: I'm an apologist. Appalling apologist. Okay, I think you're going to have to change her title at the start <laughs> to being an apologist. I, I don't disagree
0: with him. I think he behaved badly but also like his hotel was being ran into the ground by somebody who had no business being the manager of it.
2: Let's face it, the alternative to Rage got the job on her own merits in the first place before she was married to Paul. She did. One, one of, of Paul's she big, did.
0: big bugbears was that Chloe was only where she was because of her husband being an investor. Meanwhile, Paul's in cahoots with his sister and then brings in his wife. It's like pot kettle, guys.
2: No, no, no. no. Like I just said, Therese had already, long before she met Paul, been a shining star of the Lasseter's group. My argument on that is Leo. Now, Leo had no business at all running the hotel because wasn't he at one stage in the same role as Therese? Yeah, and he was like a nightclub manager. I think he was like acting. But also he had a lot more je ne sais
0: quoi for management. Chloe's got the je ne sais quoi. She just couldn't. She's got that. But just just not for
2: management. She just couldn't Mm. fudge it. it. It killed the life in her character.
0: Yeah. She... Is made for much better things than running a suburban hotel. It was never more apparent the burden she was carrying around than when she breezed into the pub and saw that her brothers were ordering jugs of beer and she was like, oh, we are doing jugs. It's going to be a great afternoon. I am free.
2: I want her to be friends now with Roxy. Yes. Lovely. Roxy needs a gal pal.
0: Mm. i saw the moment when she said to pierce she was like oh whatever like who cares i've had a terrible time at this job and he was like oh and i could i saw her look at pierce for the first time and go i'm married to a billionaire i don't have to do this and i don't have to talk corporate speak with you ever again never delete the email from my phone i am enjoying myself let's pour one out however For the courageous, lovely job she was doing over at the Buddy Club Mm. and the Sonia Rebecca Foundation, because she had achieved. CJ, work-life balance,
2: and she, she was had... thrilled. She, she did... wasn't working 15 hours a day, though. No, she's barely working five hours a day. Her big achievement this week was getting Detmec in to talk to a bunch of shitbags in Harold's. Milkshakes. And... So, let me tell you about life as a policeman in the Aronsborough Police
0: Force. And this is how casually casual her days are. Teraj had that idea at, like, midday. And she didn't go and put a call to Mark in till close of business and he happened to be free the next day. And And he he already had a a speech he says to to schools. He just trots it out. He's
2: doing a lot of work over there in South Australia. He's much more effective there. I feel the Sonia Rebecca Foundation should be working more towards school truancy because why were these boys available at the drop of a hat in the middle of the day? Shouldn't they be encouraging all these shitbags to be at school, you know, encouraging and supporting them? To become engaged in their schooling. Maybe they could get a bus, like when Sonia lived on that bus, and drive them all to school. I don't know if that,
0: that's a bit too real. Yeah.
2: <laughs> too <laughs> like gritty. A bit too effective.
0: <laughs> I also do lament, and I, a few people were really enjoying online this week, the, uh, the amount of scenes Toadie had with Therese. Mm. The Toad rage. Oh and I God. saw a few people shipping that. Like oh. Nayblog, our friend Nayblog. Oh, Nae calm your phone. your.: oh, okay.
2: it's, it's a feasible relationship. Yeah, age gap there.
0: It's got the toad rage going.
2: I, I just on, want
0: Therese and Paul to be happy and then never to be a thing.
2: Okay, good luck with that. Can um. you drop in the sting from Catatonia? It's all
0: over the page. You give me age. So, corporate bullshit done. Now, tragedy struck Ramsey Street this yeah, week. So, I, I've got a
2: prop. Oh, no.
0: I bought some new cleaning products today. Oh,
2: yes, yes, and There's yes. a
0: brand, and I'm sure this is all over the world. Yeah, um,
2: I'd just like to point out that Sheila uses this product. Well, everyone everyone Sheila.
0: in Ramsey Street uses it. It's
2: the orange spray that she uses. Um, it's Method, which is
0: – I'm sure it's called the same everywhere. But this is the Clementine um, <gasps> scent. So Valet Clementine. I mean, I I'm not going to do it, but
2: – Spray, spray, spray. Yeah. It's
0: like we've got her ashes. Can we just have a
2: sniff because it is delicious? Yeah. Okay, but just be careful that you don't and spray it in your face. Because it is um,
0: still chemicals. i theorised before that the reason the art department uses Method is not for any kind of SponCon, but just because they're very attractive bottles.
2: Yeah, when we were in the supermarket earlier this week, I was like, man, I just want to turn my whole house into Method because it's also so beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, I basically did that today. I bought four bottles. Okay. Clementine, yes. Oh. We, we barely knew you, Clementine. This was really hard going. This mm. was a hard one. She she got to she got to have some good scenes at the end. It was like it was basically the Clementine show for a good quarter of the it, episode. It was
0: the Clementine and Hendrix two hander, mm. the double act.
2: It was.
0: But we don't get many cats on Ramsey Street. Why didn't Clementine just move into the brain den? Well, I we know why t- because Mark just put it outside. So- well, also she's Piper's freaking cat, but Harlow was allergic to her. Take she- some antihistamines, P- Harlow. But also, she was an outdoor cat, so she was just kind of going wherever. Also, Piper, you live in South Australia. Yeah, take your bloody cat with it you. It was different when she was going to be. Tra- she was going to be traveling around the country, but or when, when she, she was on yeah, the run, when she decided to settle and just no, she packed up and moved. She says, "I'm going to go where the day takes me," and then the day took her to Tyler, and then she never left town again. When she and decided, now she's a carer. yes, when she put down roots in South Australia, she should have sent for Clementine. Mark could have bought her home this time. Mm -hmm. Yes. Oh, wow. It was really rough. So, basically, Hendrix hasn't made any proper friends except for this cat. It's a beautiful tale of a boy and a cat. It is. It's really lovely. Mm -hmm.
2: But kind of ended more like Milo and Otis. Yeah.
0: And now I feel ripped off because I know they just made us love this whole situation so that they could do this to us.
2: But I did – I read somewhere that I think Clementine, the actual acting cat, was unwell.
0: Who I think is called Harry or Henry or something. So,
2: um, yeah, they actually had to write Clementine out.
0: Okay, well, I feel a bit better now. If they had just decided to kill this cat for – I think
2: possibly because they went non-pedigree, it was kind of a bit hard to get a replacement cat that kind of looked like Clementine. So –
0: I'm glad they used a rescue though. Adopt mm. don't shop. If you can. Okay, well that's two layers of hard. Harlow and Hendrix have used Clementine as a little pawn in their little in their flirtatious frisson. You know, Hendrix uses her to antagonise Harlow because she's allergic. Harlow uses it to get the earrets with Hendrix. He meanwhile's been carrying this cat around like he's Doctor Evil. Like every time you turn around he's <laughs> stroking the cat. Um, literally.
2: Yeah, so um, Hendrix brought Clementine over to the brendan, and then he went off to go to the bathroom or something and Clementine jumped up onto the kitchen bench and was licking a bowl or something. And then, So
0: cute, just what yeah, cats do.
2: Yeah, I mean, cats are cats, man. You know, like when um, you have people over and then you're like, oh, get off the bench. Oh, you dirty animal, get off. You never do this. Yeah, hang on. Yeah, yeah That's for appearances.
0: So CJ's cat, catty is currently sitting on some furniture staring us down right now. <laughs>
2: give me the evils right now. <laughs> and so he kicks Clementine out the front door and Clementine decides to stroll back over to, um, to Rage's house and then mysteriously decides to climb in under the wheel of the car as it's reversing. Well, Hendricks mm-hmm. Hendrix is chasing her because he's trying to catch her, which you don't chase a cat. cat- no, cats don't respond well
0: to that. But I don't think he knows a lot about cats. I think he just likes her. He's um, imprinted on this one. Yeah. And Harlow's reversing out the drive with Teraja and to Rage is giving her some good Driving guidance. But then, because the cat was nearby, Harlow sneezed, hit reverse, and reversed over the cat. And stopped on on the cat. Well, I guess you panicked in the moment. You're a kid, you're behind the wheel. Yeah. It is a man- manual as well. Oh, God. I wouldn't know how to get that back into gear after something like that. <gasps> oh. oh, God. It was grim. I mean, that's very sad. We should take a moment,
2: mm-hmm. put um, our sunglasses on. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That was a quite the hot heated convo. We'll get to that in a moment. My question about this is why is Tarage teaching Harlow in Hermione? Because that would be a shitbox of a car to drive. But that's the car they've assigned to the girls, to Roxy and Harlow. It would be a bastard of a car to drive. It's ancient. Just everything about it's wrong. No power Paul, steering. For God's sakes, just go and buy your granddaughter, a uh, maybe three-year-old Corolla and... Bang. She'll have a nice safe car. My Give first... the other one to Bloody Roxy.
0: Who cares? My first car was a Corolla. some great times. Firstly, they have a memorial, I think, the day after. Or even that afternoon, possibly. But my theory is, is that Kate's husband brought the ashes over, like when my dog died, because those ashes got there very quickly. You normally have to wait like 10 days for that stuff. But Kate's husband brought them to you because he works with animals. Yes, he did stopped not, by the vet. He did not cremate my dog.
2: <laughs> No, but <laughs> like, remember, but Kate, remember Sonya's... Wedges on the barbecue. Oh, yeah. Maybe, maybe that's what they did—a bit of DIY cremation on the cat. Because
0: Harlow was mortified; she was really, really traumatized and guilty. And Hendrix ripped through her; just took it all out on her, like she's a cat murderer. She was my mother, <laughs> and she died running away from him, just like yeah. her mother. Probably, his oh problem, God. problem, probably. Went, yeah, no wonder he ran after her. <laughs> We're all quite, looking concerned. <laughs> it's just, it was quite telling. As soon as she was removed from the scenario you look around and Hendrix has literally no friends. Yeah. But another thing that we need to mention is that Ned was there and he was looking like a gangster with his glasses on. Oh. Yes. A few people on the council observed that it was strange for someone to be wearing glasses at a memorial. It is fairly common.
2: If you're outside. <laughs> if if you're yeah. out- well, they yeah. were. But still, I think you look terribly bogan. Um well, there's I know a lot of
0: bogans at funerals, yeah they yeah, yeah. In
2: like, is in reality he's a bogan. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, not, not as much as Gaz. Gaz is like a different era's worth of bogan. and coil's just a weird caricature of
0: that's intergenerational bogan. That is pain yes. passed through. They yeah. can't even stop that no. but Ned. He had the choice on whether to be a surfy kind of guy like his or, father, which,
2: which, you know.
0: Beth must have.
2: Well, look, I, I think he's probably a product of the location he was yeah, brought up in. definitely. Mm.
0: Geographical bogan.
2: Um, Darwin, you don't have a chance at being That's a true. refined classy dude from there. Apologies to our Darwin um, listeners. <laughs> you reach out if you're one of them. I did
0: enjoy the fact that Ned had to mope around all week, but he did get this one scene where he got to be – and like wipe a tear away. He did, and Therese looked at him like, "Why are you crying? Stop <laughs> it's a this. cat." Therese, firstly, is if is she if she's at this um, memorial, and she is even she's like, "I I know that I've got work life balance, but do we have to do this for a good half hour? <laughs> like this is ridiculous. <laughs> this is my." Daughter who's not even going to phone in for this.
2: Yeah, I mean, where was her? She, oh, Piper's probably getting out a, a vlog out of this. Well, she could have Skyped. Yeah, she
0: could have Google it or Skyped in yeah, and, and recorded the screen, screen. record, and then that'd be great content. Oh, exactly. Like, she wouldn't have done that. Oh, she probably did.
2: Mate, we do a podcast out of it.
0: Yeah, but yes. she didn't.
2: How's how she monetizing
0: anything? She probably did like a fake one. Like she probably did like a screen record of her watching it at a time or that she, was more convenient for her. Or she called animal actors uh, and just got another cat in as Clementine.
2: Yeah, I can just imagine like her video with her with like smeared mascara on her cheeks, and like a clickbaity title. Yeah, like, just like a sit I've down. Lo- a, I've lost my baby. Yeah, and a sit a sit down video just her and the camera. Like mm-hmm. yeah, oh so it's gosh. like she got me through the tough times with my parents who just didn't love me.
0: Amazing. And then so Piper wanted Ned to, to bury Clementine with a copy of Clementine Ford's memoir, Fight Like a Girl, a feminist tome, uh, and I actually coincidentally this week just got rid of my copy of Fight Like a Girl. Was oh, that where it went?
2: Did you uh, bury a cat. it with a cat?
0: <laughs> no, I had already read it and I decided – someone else might benefit from it so i took it to my book club and one of the ladies thought her teenage daughter might enjoy it and so it's gone on to a better home but i did feel a bit guilty when i saw it i'm like oh no i got rid of my memorial clementine the cat book it is also the cover isn't it sort of color of this method clement
2: definitely it's orange
0: Hmm. her words are literally going back into the earth with the soul
2: Um, I'm just a bit worried about the state of the animal actors on this show. We haven't seen old mate Wolfie from across the street, whatever its name is. Clancy.
0: Clancy. They don't even play the sound effects anymore. Usually he's in the background chasing a frisbee or something.
2: Can we get more cats and dogs on the street? Sheila needs to get onto that bloody catwalk documentary I was talking about a few weeks back and become a crazy catwoman. Someone get... What's um, Aaron's real dog, Matt Wilson's dog? Oh, the – um, is it a pug or oh, is it
0: a – Oh, the little French – I follow that dog French on Instagram. Bulldog. The bulldog. <laughs> get Vera Punt to bring that dog around mm-hmm. and get some cats. Get, like, a black cat that's easy to – get a monochrome cat. Like, Audrey was a couple of dogs.
2: Oh, and no, I get a cat like my Purry because, mm. like, they're grey. So, you can see, like, the contrast is better on screen. Yeah. It is hard with black cats to, like, get their full features. Oh, true. But a grey cat mm. – or
0: a rescue if you can. White, There's a few white cats that, anyway,
2: oh will we'll leave it. We wouldn't want that one outside because they'll get a
0: skin condition. Yeah, also keep your cats indoors if you can. It's yeah. very dangerous out there. Yeah, I don't know about the laws in the rest of the country, but I feel like Erinsborough would have a law about this. Mark,
2: <laughs> Cal- yeah, Calcannon, laws. Carl Cannon D would be out there in his, like, greenhouse going, why are there cat turds next to my durians?
0: Yeah, yeah. Zucchinis. Actually, before we get to it, I've missed a little button on the end of this delightful Hendrix-Harlow-Clementine triad situation because then Hendrix sees that Harlow means well and cares about his feelings and she felt bad and he's got no friends and then they have a little moment in the front yard Mm. and they lean in and they go in for the pash and he's carrying Clementine's cat toy and Harlow snots all over him when she sneezes and it's hilarious. But they have a romantic moment. It's cut short, and that's where that ended. But we know it's only going to be like a week now. Yeah,
2: exactly. Uh, speaking of teenagers, this week we also saw old mate shitbag whose name I'm going to have to
0: narrow that one down.
2: Oh. Currently on CJ's TV screen,
0: Richie. Richie. Somehow I'm following that that actor on Instagram.
2: I tell you, he would have had a great career back in the Round the Twist days. He would have been one of the the <laughs> shitbags on that. Oh
0: yeah, yeah. I think he's going to have a lot of scenes coming up because he's got a lot of photos with actors. On his profile, okay. Yeah. So I think he's got a lot of. And that. he's he's dating Mackenzie as yeah. the, the mm. character, and Annie Jones, uh, Plain Jane, thinks he's catfishing her. <laughs> oh, now if she is not given the saddest bee in Aaron's borough, I don't know what is. You make a great point, CJ. Yeah, I think I don't think Kate will do it to no. Plain Jane. She can't no. do it.
2: No. But she got catfished by a man and now she thinks one of the local shitbags is in love with her. <laughs> no, nah, but she's not being a sad bitch about it, is she? She's going out there. She's trying to detect them and work out who it is. By um, threatening students. <gasps> yeah. Can't be a sad bitch and do that, man. <laughs> no, no. Look, I hold my judgment. She may go completely off the rails next week or in the week right. after. It, but, it's um... got to be
0: a slow burn to sad B. One other thing.
2: Detmac <gasps> held the baby. <gasps> Oh, okay, that's right. his ovaries All
0: exploded. Right. God, because there's another. It's just jam packed full of events this week. Mm. What was the big
2: event this week? Ah, oh, um, oh, the bloody lighthouse ceremony. The lighthouse.
0: <laughs> and and the and tram. I'll be your candle on the water.
2: None of it, are. Pete's um, dragon. <laughs> you know when Milzie said, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be Esther's godfather," and I'm like, "No, no, surely you and B are gonna be her lighthouse people." We are gonna be, you know, you know that. Come on, guys! I can't be the only one who remembers the bloody lighthouse people and their blend of su- their, 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 their blend of super bland rock. Oh. The band, yes, I called do the rem- lighthouse people. Yeah,
0: I do remember thank you, but them no,
2: existing,
0: but, but I don't remember it's song. just because no one would ever say it. Millsy B, no one wanted to call themselves a lighthouse because they couldn't do it with a straight face, so no. they just kept saying godparent and Ellie kept twitching. Oh, <laughs> she's like, That's not what <laughs> I said. You're gonna be the lighthouse,
2: and let's host a baby naming ceremony in the bloody 82. You know, I, there's no way I'd take a pram on one of those W-class trams. Mm. They're like a good metre off the ground that you have to climb up onto. And did you see the weight staff helping her
0: hoist that pram up and oh. down?
2: What a nightmare. I know. And that's that pram too. You don't – That pram, pram, you can only like fit in the doorway of the pram. Mm. Anyway, you can't get it down beside – yeah, no, it's stupid. Also, menu. I've
0: been to 119 christenings because I'm Greek mm. and I've never seen a pram at a christening or no, a similar. No, people event. tend to hold the baby. Just hold that baby. Enough. Get Shell out for the good doll and away you go. Also, to have an event at the tram, you have to put up 12 marquees around it as well. You can't actually have an event in the tram. Just go
2: to that place from last week where they had the school formal. Oh, the pavilion. Yeah. Hmm. It's got its own Facebook group. Oh, is that what – oh, is that the uh, – I finally made the connection. Yeah,
0: Jane's in a Facebook group called Erinsborough Pavilion.
2: Why does that pavilion have its own Facebook group? Because I just assumed it was some sort of neighbourhood name for Erinsborough, but it's for the actual – it's not even like the – Erin Sparrow Murder Rotunda Facebook group It's the Pavilion
0: I don't know, this is lining up more Saddest Bay things She's in a Facebook group <laughs> For like a relatively new venue space For in- a place, yeah And she doesn't live there anymore <laughs> And she's striking up conversations in there with yeah. people. Be kind,
2: like, be kind to Jane. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> she's got, look, she's got a lot of super brain to prove to me so far. Yeah, I know, right? Dude, she's had to care for Mrs. Mangle for decades of her life. Oh, this wow. is what this is what Pipe Up Channel is going to be like in yeah. in whatever many years. Oh. Just Pipe being like... So exactly, yeah. She was the smart kid in high school. So I was just on the Facebook group for... The Rundle Mall. Rundle Mall. The, balls,
0: the Mall's Balls. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but okay... You may, I think, because you don't come from a background of remembering Jane, but she wasn't a super brain when it came to relationships. Ah, She, oh. was, she was book smart. Not street smart. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I see. Thank and you. she was a nerd as well who had like a, a Sandy from Greece-esque kind of makeover and became hot. Of course. She just pushed it the other way to her glasses off and she was hot.
0: Ellie's preparing for this naming day, pops around home, and who's visiting his brother? Her ex-husband. Mark Brennan who thought he would be the father of the baby she's holding. What a moment. What an Whoa. awkward situation. That was exquisite, that moment. So my husband watched that scene. He was on the sofa and I was making dinner and I yelled at, doesn't matter, he's dead now. Just take the baby. Run, both of you, together, go. Go to Adelaide together. Run off together. I think they've lost that spark though. I don't see a spark between them anymore.
2: Can I just comment on Ellie? She's gone like darkest legal tint when it comes to her spray tan from this event. <laughs> She doesn't have much on. Look, the last
0: time she got all dolled up it was her wedding and that did not go well. Also, maybe, you know how when you're a few months postpartum, you kind of just forget some things sometimes. Maybe she put it on on Tuesday and then went on Wednesday. I forgot to have a shower. shower." (laughs) Maybe. Mark's looking at the baby and Ellie says, do you want to have a hold? Mm -hmm. And customarily one waits for the response before handing over the child. But she just foisted that child onto him. Like she was going to
2: when she was pretending it was his.
0: Oh. In for a penny, in for
2: a pound. Mm. Maybe, maybe test the waters here.
0: And for not the first time this week, Ellie triggers a man. Because mm. then he has to take a time out and Aaron has to cancel his appearance at the naming day to go and look after his big brother. Uh, He's having I think feelings.
2: that is piss poor of Aaron to not go to it. it's his bloody housemate. Ceremony he's not going to He was
0: like next in line He was like lighthouse number two Exactly I know but In waiting He couldn't wait to turn that light off And not go to that (laughs) thing
2: (laughs) He was like why
0: Like why Can we just Even Aaron Who's probably not that into the church Is like why are we doing a lighthouse ceremony Oh it's secular Ellie said it's not a religious thing This is just I know but even Aaron Who should be into the secular part Is like nope
2: no, No it's crap and did you guys see the catering from the 82? Well, I saw, no. it.
0: I saw it being stuffed into Coyle's gob as, instead of him serving it up.
2: I noted a Gazcan, alighting from the tram holding a platter of pinwheel wraps. And I thought, hmm, I know them. They're from Costco. <laughs> <laughs> and didn't he also... He used
0: to have like a dessert that was from Costco as well. Yeah, that's was
2: those little seed things, wasn't yeah. it? This is the secret of Gazcan's culinary success. It's just a Costco membership. <laughs> I bet he's been out to the Ringwood Costco and just bought some big platters and people are like, geez, these are great, Gary. You're well done. And also they're probably not vegan at all.
0: The, um, the co- like These are
2: great and, and be like, they're vegan. Oh, and here's some gluten-free pinwheels for you. That-
0: the coffee cart that used to come to the ABC used to sell those giant Costco muffins by half. Mm. Like, you'd pay full price and get half a muffin. What yeah. a rot! Anyway, R.I.P. the coffee cart. Is <laughs> <laughs> it not there anymore? No. Nah, they s- didn't make it through? Go somewhere else now, the hit van. Who else does Mark catch up with?
2: Oh, yeah, with, with young Roxy. <sighs> oh,
0: she runs down. So she, Roxy's one of the
2: many people who just get around in their towel or wet from the shower. Well, what? she wasn't, though. She was she was dry from the shower because she hadn't had a oh, shower yet. Tr- and great. he's like, oh, you're looking dry. <laughs> Yeah, he was expecting her to. Well, you know, he's got like this cleanliness fetish as well. So he'd be like, oh, I'm not touching you, stink bag.
0: Or he's like, no, it's too far, <laughs> Catherine. <laughs> um, he was taken back. Mark was taken back with her friendliness. But then he was like, no, you're not a bad person. Yeah, we can have a drink. We can have a drink. <laughs> we can go
2: bang like a dunny door loader. Yep.
0: There was a very sweet moment between the cousins, Ned and Roxy. Ned, he goes, what are you doing reheating those leftovers? Yeah, that was good. She hits back. I have sworn off men post Shane Regretti. <laughs> That's awesome. I feel like Regretti was a missed opportunity over the years for a number, oh, yeah. a number of failed relationships. And thank you, Roxy, for bringing it yeah. to us. Yeah, they have this naming day ceremony. The Kennedys are having a lovely time playing happy families because they never see their own kids and grandkids, so they're excited. Hmm. They invite Ellie and Asta back to the Ken Kennedy Den. The Kennedy, Ken Den. Ken Den. <laughs> Ken Den. And they wanted her to sleep over. Yeah.
2: Which is weird. Which she is lives weird. next door. And it's actually, when you've got a baby, it's not something, spontaneity actually leaves your life when you have a baby. Yeah. <laughs> and, but it also just like, you know, like, oh, we don't have any of our things. Yeah. I don't have the lavender just bath go. stuff. You know what? It's easier just for me to walk two minutes home. Let yeah. me go home. I can stay an extra hour. I'll stay for dessert. Yeah. You know what? how about I just take the baby home? The guys are home next door. I'll come back and have a chat. Once, once the baby's asleep, the guys will mm. stay there. Yeah. So She's Mark a- will
0: probably stay <laughs> there. She's got to hang around and is left alone in the kitchen with Rob amnesiac terrorist Millsy Mills Finn Kelly and they lean in for the pash, barely touch lips and Ellie triggers another man and she triggers him into having a memory of kissing Ellie back in his previous Time.
2: And, and, and so it begins. Yeah, the cracks the, are beginning the deep blandoning of Finn. Yeah. He runs over to Dr. Nacker. And basically imagines himself confessing to this whole situation and Dr. Naka saying, Well, you gotta go back to prison right now.
0: So instead of confessing, he just runs back out of there again. And yeah. he is decides to do his own vlog. He's going to fin up and do a video <laughs>
2: diary of all of his shenanigans. I just find the whole situation that he's in is so problematic. How could he possibly be living with the people who were the victims of his crimes and would probably be the first people that he um, harms? Let alone being in a romantic relationship with at least one of them. What on earth?
0: So this week, Jody was on some sort of breakfast show. Mm-hmm. And somebody told me about this at work. So she's causing some water cooler gossip. She said that the end of her run on Neighbours will be brutal. (gasps) And she has revealed her character will meet a grisly end. wow! You've got to be kidding. That's what it says
2: on the internet. Far out, man.
0: I'm not prepared for that. kind
2: of contrasts with um, Margot Robbie this week talking about how with Donna leaving, she wanted to meet a grizzly end and they said, no, no, we'll just let you leave in case you you can come back. No, yeah. <laughs> like, no, Ellie, let me, just don't let the, the door hit your ass on the way out. They killed the wrong person
0: because Ringo would have been back a half a dozen times. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Well, maybe that could mean maybe she has to like kill Finn if he becomes evil again. And Maybe.
2: Poor little baby. I'm
0: scared about the baby. They've killed a cat this week. No one is safe.
2: Yeah. Surely they can't kill a baby. If they, See, they've never killed a baby. Well, if they had to write an Katelyn. exit line ja- for ja- that Jamie, cat. Jamie, Jamie Mark Clark's just... mum's died. Daphne. Oh, Deser's oh. son, Jamie. Okay.
0: Oh. But even if she kills someone, she might go to prison and then the baby still has to grow up without the mother. Well, Mark's right there, ready to hold her. He's ready to catch with his handcuffs.
2: We'd send on a lighter note. Okay. Well, now, I haven't seen this, but come on, guys, tell me what happened. It's a ceramic flesh pig. I thought I was just going to
0: quickly bang out Friday's episode and pop over to record the podcast. And then Friday's episode demanded quite a lot more of my attention than not I the had pause button. bargained for. I was watching it in the car because I was in a hurry. And my partner could not, only not hear driving. Not no, driving. my partner was driving. He could only hear snippets and sometimes the sound of naked flesh hitting bar stools. <laughs> and what a journey we went on.
2: So, so, Roxy, inspired by William Burroughs, has decided to have a naked brunch. So,
0: Lucy's back in town, Lucy Robinson, and all she's concerned about is the KPIs, the key performance indicators.
2: Somebody has to be there. Somebody has to keep this hotel running. The hotel, which is basically her family's legacy.
0: To the point of micromanaging what the local bar's takings are of a morning, not even the whole day. She's getting emailed takings on the hour.
2: Somebody needs... To put their foot up the ass of the bar staff, unless it is. And
0: Roxy is like, I've got the boot up my ass and I've got some plans. I'm so happy for um, Sheila that she doesn't have to be here for this. Well, you know what? Oh, she She, comes back, does she? Right at a very
2: opportune moment.
0: And my partner in the car, when he was hearing all of this play out, he's like, where is Sheila? She needs to be front row for this. Okay,
2: first of all, we need to talk about who was there. So it was Roxy. Mm -hmm. Roxy holding a a very strategically placed tray full of. Bloody Marys. And breadsticks as well. Oh, and um, pickles. Because she offers a pickle to Toadie and he goes, oh, yeah, just a small one.
0: Mm. Firstly, she puts out an invite for this naked brunch day of, obviously. Why is Toadie going to this?
2: Yeah, well who Oh yeah, yeah, let's let's do a roll call. Toadie as of course I mean. Yeah. Why wouldn't Aaron? Yeah. yeah. the nudist couple that yes. were Toadie's clients? And I just say that was Ooh. my
0: personal highlight because it was a shout out to the seven thousandth episode where uh, Carl Kennedy had to nude up to go round because Toddy was trying to entertain some new clients that were nudists. And, so and
2: what was that? It? it was a scratchy?
0: Yep. And then he Carl emerges from the kitchen saying, It was stuck to his bum and <laughs> grabs it from Toadie. <laughs> Which is
2: classic, classic neighbours. And
0: RIP Sonia, the performance of her entire tenure on the show was her trying to keep a straight face in those scenes, perfection beautiful to see that same couple yeah. turn up for the naked brunch and having a fun time with Toad.
2: And um, Coyle was there too and he was very awkward, this whole situation.
0: I mean, I don't blame him.
2: And, of course, who else was there, CJ? Just one more character that you've got to guess. Who would turn up at this event? Oh, that's a good one. Gary. Plausible, but no, it was Carl. Of course it was Carl. <laughs> oh, oh, thought- it was Carl. Yeah. And he was talking about how he wanted to have um, a naked bike club as well. Oh, Carl. Yeah, there was some logistical Kyle, concerns. Carl, uh, do, do they not wear the padded bike pants? Also, Ugh. now I'm imagining things flopping also, sides.
0: Also, Carl could not possibly cycle with more clothes on him. It's, he can't go completely the other direction. I just
2: feel like he gets severe kind of rectal trauma from sitting on a bike seat with nothing between your cheeks. Which was Kyle's reaction.
0: We should have a naked bike ride. Oh, well, that doesn't sound safe. Oh, it's all right, we'll wear helmets. We don't want anything important getting damaged,
1: we'll be... We? Then
0: Dr. Carl met up with the nudist couple and wanted to talk gardening. But then the whole conversation was vegetable double entendres. The
1: more sun it gets, the bigger it grows. Oh, as long
2: as you don't get it burnt. The sun in Australia is very strong.
1: No, you're right. You need a sunshade. Zucchini's very fragile.
2: Oh, I think you mean eggplant.
1: No. No, he definitely means zucchini.
2: So then something drops on the floor and Carl has to bend over to pick it up. Oh, wow. And so guess who walks in the door at this stage? Sheila. That's when she comes in. Presented front and centre with Dr. Carl's (laughs) brown eye.
0: Oh, gosh. Did they at least reach targets for the day? They sure did. They smashed them, CJ. Good. Lucy was thrilled. I love a KPI, so I'm happy (laughs) for them. And Neighbours met its bum-to-screen ratio because there was a row of bums. Yeah, and, I mean, and I have, that means we don't have to see them for another few months, and right? again, my boyfriend's getting a narration of this, so I'm just like, bums! And he's like, bums? I'm like, yeah, bums! So I have to wait for the traffic light and show him. You really tested him because he's, he's a new driver. Yeah. And you really went, let's just
2: test that you're really up for this. <laughs> but How on earth did they achieve KPIs when there was only six nudies in there? It's they obviously customers. bought a lot of alcohol oh, so they you... could deal with it. Well, the, I guess they had like the, the Bloody Marys, didn't they? I guess they, they don't normally serve cocktails in the morning. And
0: you've got to get the Dutch courage going. Oh, yeah, you'd have to get tanked before
2: <laughs> Exactly. But, but there was no, I mean, aside from the, the nudist woman, she was the only woman there. It was, a, it was a complete sausage party. Can you imagine being like, yeah, okay, I'll just go down to the pub with a couple of my neighbours and take my
0: clothes off? Dippy was shutting it all down. She didn't mm-hmm. want a bar of being anywhere near her brother in law's bar. Bar. <laughs> And she didn't, even though it wasn't very big. Also, she wasn't very concerned that the cause of her recent marital strife was going to be naked at her husband's place of work. Was was Shane even there? (laughs) Because he went down to stop it. Because I've seen that part. He went down to stop it and then Roxy was like, well, look, I've sold all these tickets. And he was like, oh, shit. All
2: right. In for a penny. In for a pound. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Well. What a week. It ended on a great note.
0: Before we get to citizen and citizen, we have a special treat. Just when we couldn't get any more treats, friend of the show Nayblog has <gasps> sent in another recap of his thoughts. Fantastic! I'm looking forward to hearing.
1: Neighbours continued its tradition of criminals with names like the sound like they come straight out of dystopian fiction, with Drew Kirk's rougher around the edges long-lost twin brother Zenon being the latest. The police decided that teenage cadet Yashvi was already ready for highly dangerous undercover work, before reaching even more desperate measures and putting Mark Brennan, now with an apparently permanent sad beard, on the case. Lucy Robinson version 3.0 also made a comeback. Paul said that the only reason Chloe was in her role at the hotel was because she's Piercy's wife, and Lucy backed Paul and put an end to such nepotism once and for all by sacking Chloe and replacing her with uh, Paul's wife. Clementine was mortally wounded under the wheels of Hermione, meaning that Chloe took back the best female character in the show crown that's been slipping off her since they started de her. Mark's general talk he gives to schools, in his words, turned out to be four kids sitting in a cafe. His most laughable line? We don't like arresting anyone unless we really have to. Yeah, right, Mark. Or if you've got a personal vendetta against them. Or if they're your bride, at the altar. The pre-bouncer neighbour's dog, Basil, got a brief mention for people who have been watching this show even longer than I have. Elian and Finn kissed, but I don't really care, to be honest. Jane interrupted some skaters by the lake and firmly told them that this isn't a skate park, although not one of them was actually skating, before harassing Richie about his love life and giving him detention when he called her out on the weirdness of this. This is a woman, remember, who was re-employed after being caught having sex in her office and who's already on a verbal warning less than a week into her new job. And the week's ceramic storyline involved several characters, including Toadie, a lawyer, committing what surely amounts to serious sex offences by displaying their genitalia in broad daylight in a family pub.
0: Thank you, Nayblog, at Nayblog on Twitter, for a great time. Citizen or shitizen?
2: I thought of my shitizen tonight as I was driving here, and 100% Ellie Conway... What a, she's a shit sister citizen. Who goes off yes. and pashes their little sister's boyfriend? Okay, again. She,
0: and she did feel pretty bad. However, the solution is not and then we will never associate with each other ever again.
2: I mean, you just made him the lighthouse man to your child. He's exactly. your child's uncle. You don't need to give him godparent status as well.
0: Also, he's your ex-boyfriend. That's a lot of people blended into – you didn't need to give him another he's, title. He's a
2: goddamn psychopath. Yeah.
0: CJ? I'm going to go with new returned citizen, Mark. (laughs) This is Um, your last chance, Catherine. For getting rid of the gang. Thank you, Mark. (laughs) I never need to hear about the Fight Club again. I'm going to go citizen, Ned Willis. Mm -hmm. Apologise to your girlfriend for fucking up her workplace. Become a better person, Ned Willis. Just a bit of respect. R-E-S-P-E-C-T goes a long way. Be better, Ned. And you know, I give you a lot of leeway, but not this time, my friend, not this time. Mm. You can find us on the internet. Yeah, nebuzzpod.com. CJ, where are you? At Sergio Hotmas Mum on Instagram. Kate. I'm at Remude on Twitter. Or Neighbours Pod on Twitter. I'm Vaya Pashos and Neighbours Council is our Facebook group. Patreon.com slash Neighbours Pod. And if you've liked our podcast, please rate or review us on Apple Podcasts. Just like the girl in Cotton On did today when I bought another Neighbours T-shirt. I
2: love it. We are converting <laughs> Cotton On sales assistants store by store. Yeah.
0: She said she bought a Toadie T-shirt for her, her boyfriend, but he wasn't even allowed to leave the house in it, not even to mow the lawns. It's just for around the house. I will check in from... Queensland,
2: nice. Speak to you next. We week. hope we
0: see you again. Most yeah. people go to Queensland and we never see That's them okay. again. I'm not taking a yellow taxi to be okay, fine. Good, good. Okay.
2: Bye. 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 It was me.